You are tuned in to Americana Music Profiles. Thanks for joining us for the second season, brought to you exclusively by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine. Man, it's people like you that, that make it possible for us to get out here and enjoy this life. Thank you for getting in touch with me. I'm so glad you love what we do. Thank you for your help with everything, Greg. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing you've got going there. I'm your host and publisher, Greg Tutwiler. Now let's get to this week's show. West Virginia native Joseph Hott, now in his early 20s, since his early childhood, has always wanted to write songs and entertain people. Accompanied by his band, the Short Mountain Brothers, their new CD, Home Far Away, is the fifth from this fine group of traditional bluegrass musicians. And welcome to the podcast today, Joseph. Thank you for having me. Good to talk to you. So let's um, let's jump in. Tell me a little bit about how you got started in the music business. Um, I started out playing guitar when I was about 14, um, playing different churches and uh, small venues like that, um, playing the various types of music, uh, to Christian, to uh, old-time gospel music. Um, as I progressed along, I discovered uh, bluegrass music. So then I started changing my style and genres all over to bluegrass and been playing it ever since. Um, been enjoying it as well. <laughs> How long ago was that? That would have been five years ago. Okay. And and you're, uh, you're a native of West Virginia, right? Which part? I am, yes. Um, born and raised in Augusta, West Virginia. Uh, we're located in the eastern panhandle. And you're also a songwriter, is that right? I am, yes. Okay. And uh, I was looking at some of the notes here. I, it seems like you've got a real um, connection to your heritage. And every song that I write, I usually try to keep um, the feeling and the, the culture alive within the song. So when people hear and listen, they can kind of get a feel of where I'm from, the, the heritage, and... Uh, how I grew up and face and almost everything about me goes into a song in particular. Okay. And the uh, it, the name of your group is the Short Mountain Boys. Give me a little bit of history about that and how how um, how that ties in with your with your heritage and and how all that got started. When we first started uh, bluegrass band, we started out as a trio. Uh, the trio was named uh, the Short Mountain Brothers bluegrass band um, as we progressed along uh, after a year or so we decided to change the name to the short mountain boys um, we added another member making us a uh, full band um, we've added a banjo and a fiddle um, and a mandolin um, so then we decided like i said we decided to change the name to the short mountain boys uh, the mountain that were named after such just behind my home um, and at the time, all the members in the in the band could also see the exact same mountain. Mm, they all okay. lived right here mm -hmm. locally, so it seemed pretty fitting to name the band after that. And there's a lot of history with with your house too, right? There is, yes. Uh, my great grandfather, uh, when he first settled here in the early 1930s, uh, they moved into an old log home that was said to be built back in the 1700s, wow. um, long before West Virginia was you know, even the state. Um, so he raised his family, and uh, that's where it all began, right here. 
So tell me a little bit about your songwriting process and how how that uh, heritage filters into it for you. I usually try to start out with a, a good melody, um, and then usually allow the lyrics to come um, as you know as they come forth. I'll write them down. Um, I'll usually end up with about six or seven verses at the end of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'll have to you know of course shorten it down. But uh, I try to take uh, pieces of my life. Um, pieces of home, uh, the culture, and then I'll mix it all together. And then, um, in its final stages, I'll cut it down and uh, to try to make the the story that I'm trying to tell, um, you know, quick and easy and to the point, and something that uh, people can also relate to when they listen to it. What got you interested in in being a songwriter? Um, it kind of came naturally, actually. Um, never really. Um, researched it and looked into it much. It just kind of um, happened one day. We was uh, on a train uh, going through Georgia, headed to Florida. Mm-hmm. And as we was going down, um, all of a sudden, you know, the, the train, the tracks, the railroad ties, they all started forming this idea that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started writing down a ton of lyrics and a, a melody, and it just developed into my very first song. And then kind of from there, it just took off on its own. Hmm. That's cool. And do you do you write for other people too or just, just mainly your group? Just uh, mainly on my own. Um, all the song lyrics and ideas come on my own. Mm-hmm. Okay. And are you, is this a, a full-time thing for you now or, or do you have other things you're involved in? Um, it's a full-time thing as of now. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be a full-time bank teller uh, at our okay. local bank uh-huh. here um, in Cape and Bridge, which is the next town um, down the road from us. Okay. Um, so I was there for about three years. Um, that helped fund the music business there for a while. Yeah. Um, and then the, the shows and opportunities just kept building and building, so now I'm uh, able to do this full-time. And what does that look like for you? What does full-time mean? How does that, uh, you know, tell me a, what a, a snapshot of that looks like for you. Full-time is... Um, Right now, our schedule has us doing playing you know, shows you know, two, three times a week. Okay. Um, so right now, we're playing every weekend, every opportunity that we get, um, recording and writing, and um, anything involved in music is you know, what we're doing right now. So uh, that, to me, is definitely full-time work. <laughs> and do, are you guys predominantly local, regional, or are you getting to branch outside of the state and into other areas? We're going um, all around our surrounding area. Of course, we play here at home. Mm-hmm. Um, we go around to Pennsylvania, to Virginia. Um, see, we've been to Florida, uh, Texas, um, Kentucky, and Indiana. Um, so we're branching out as much as possible at, at this time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the um, I, I was looking at your discography. So you've got... Uh, um, Five CDs, is that right, or six? Uh, five CDs. Okay. Uh, we recorded five, and um, every one of those projects has been through uh, Will Shank at National Media Services. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. And and the the first one was, what, 2012? Is that when you guys got started? 2012. Uh, that was an all-gospel album. Um, that was inspired by uh, a funeral that we had done mm. uh, in 2012. 
um, the family that had attended that funeral wanted um, a couple of the songs recorded. Um, of course, we didn't have anywhere to go, didn't have any opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had set it up that we could go and record the songs that they wanted. Um, and then we met Will Schenk there that same year, and it, just, it kind of developed slowly into let's do an entire album. Mm-hmm. Um, so we added a few more songs that we enjoyed listening to. We thought they would be fun to record as well. What has um, uh, what's the motivation behind leaning more traditional? Uh, I mean, it seems to be a genre that the the field is um, uh, bluegrass and string music seems to be kind of separating into. You've got the the traditionalists and you've got the the the, the uh, bands that are exploring more the new sounds. As a younger musician, what is it that's drawn you to the traditional side of that? Um, well, it, it's, it's like you say, they are branching out and exploring different things within the genre. Um, but for me, I, just, I like the old primitive style of music, um, the simple style of music. I love uh, when writing or doing cover songs, I like to keep it as simple and as true as to uh, what the first generation would have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also give it a little bit more of my flavor with um, clean vocals, uh, clean sound. Um, but the the old-time mountain-style music is what I'm really drawn to. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it's simple, it tells a story, um, it's easy to follow along with. Um, and people seem to enjoy taking a break from the old-time music, but they also enjoy coming back to mm-hmm. it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to keep the old-time music alive so they have something to come back to. Do you... Uh, I, uh, bluegrass music is, is sort of like dialect, you know? You can sort of tell when you're talking to somebody from from North Carolina or from Virginia or from West Virginia, there's a, there's a, even if it's subtle, there's a distinctness in their accent. Do you feel that way with music as well? Does West Virginia bluegrass, is it different than, than Virginia bluegrass or Ohio bluegrass or Tennessee bluegrass? Absolutely. Um, everywhere we travel, we usually, you know, you hear other bluegrass bands playing that same day or the same venue. Um, but they don't have the same sound um, as we do here. Hmm. Um, likewise with us, you know, we don't have the same sound as they do. Uh, but even if you go as far as um, Virginia um, to North Carolina, you know, the very close states, their their music style changes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, most people might not notice it as off as much as we do, um, but there is. You, you have. Um, here mainly you have the, the old time mountain sound you know, the mm-hmm. Appalachian sound is within the bluegrass music mm-hmm. um, if you go out west you don't hear that or if you go even into the middle part of the country you, you, you lack that sound that old time mountain sound mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can definitely say for sure within the state of West Virginia I, I believe everybody carries that Appalachian mountain sound within their music do you feel like for you guys it was just um, you're from West Virginia that's just the way you're going to sound or did you have to be conscious of that and, and, and make that a part of your music? Um, it's a natural sound um, that I tend to stay true to uh, throughout uh, my career at least. 
um, but I never had to put much effort into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep my I keep the tradition within my voice and the music uh, the same. I never try to alter it or change it. Um, if anything, I'll polish it just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I definitely it definitely comes natural, and I definitely intend to keep it going. Um, I believe that's something that separates us from everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to keep that. Yeah, it seems like the the groups that that find their uh, their distinct sound and and find ways to set themselves apart from other groups that are tend to be more cover band type groups. There seems to be a uh, seems to be more room for the authenticity uh, when when a group starts out that way. Yes, I agree. the The new album um, is "Home Far Away." Is that been out a little bit or is it just out um it's been out since uh this past spring okay um we just released it then uh we pushed it on um uh, airplay direct there about a month after mm-hmm. uh, we was very happy to please we was very happy uh, to announce that um they charted at number eight on the downloads charts there um, that's awesome so far it's uh been catching on to the folks that we've been playing out uh, festivals and fairs with uh, they seem to really enjoy the old time gospel sound and music that we had produced this year on Home Far Away How many of the ones on this CD are, are original or are all of them? Um, there's only one original this year Okay, um, that would be number 7 um, Snow Covered Grave uh-huh. um, that would be one of mine it, it was um, inspired by there was a lady at our uh, church that we attend to now uh, just recently, wasn't recently, but a few years ago, uh, suffered the loss of her son mm-hmm. uh, due to a car wreck. Mm. Um, so that's kind of where that song um, came from, I guess. Um, she also loves you know, the snow and the wintry season, so I tried to tie in all those things together producing that song. And, and this is very much a gospel-themed record, is that right? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been, I guess, five years now since we produced an all-gospel album, so I kind of wanted to go back to that mm-hmm. and create a, another gospel album. As a songwriter, is it um, is it more difficult to go cover other songs when you're producing a record? Does it create a sense of relief that you don't have to, to pour into that creativity so much? or how? What what is the distinction between choosing to do a predominantly cover record this time versus uh, where you've written most of the songs? Um, it is it is a little easier when you're going into to create a, a project um, to say um, these are the songs we want to do. Um, so it does take a lot of pressure off, you mm-hmm. know, when we're doing a all cover album versus an all original album. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do try to throw in uh, an original or two in any project um, to keep the songwriting flowing and going, um, and people look for that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also believe too, you know, with um, as many uh, million times as you've heard the old time uh, bluegrass songs by Bill Monroe, uh, Ralph Stanley, uh, Flatt and Scruggs, um, I believe everybody wants to hear, you know, their favorite artists sing those songs mm-hmm. too. So to me, it's, it doesn't really matter if I go back and record 
um, how mountain girls can love for the two millionth time. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that you know the people that follow us want to hear uh, the short mountain boys playing that song, sure, okay. recording it too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I do look forward to in the future recording those old time songs along with some of my new mm-hmm. uh, songs as well. But um, as far as doing a project every year, um, sure, yeah, it does take off a lot of pressure mm-hmm. uh, to record the songs that's already been done. So what does the future look like for you guys? Have you, do you put a lot of thought into that? Do you have some goals where you'd like to see yourself be in a year or five years kind of thing? We have set some goals. Um, one of them we had just completed. Um, we just recently signed uh, with World Class Talent Agencies in Nashville cool. uh, this, this very month. Mm-hmm. Um, as of July 1st, we are uh, an official client of them. So we are kind of putting a lot of the business in their hands um, seeing where we go from there yeah um, so I'm I got a rough idea of where we're headed but I can't really share quite yet yeah. uh, what we're doing with them um, but we'll definitely be sharing uh, you know as the plans unfold and the direction that we're going to be taking um, but that was our number one goal was to uh, get signed mm-hmm. and have other people working with us as well yeah that's cool um, and I believe we have a really great team working with us now, and hopefully we can keep the mountain music alive through them and yeah. get it heard and uh, share with the world what we're really doing. Okay, that's awesome. How can how can folks find you? Get in touch. Get get a copy of the new CD. What's the best way for them to do that? Um, they can go onto our website, uh, theshortmountainboys.com. Um, there you can see you can click on the link of the album, and it'll take you. Uh, straight, uh, I believe it's Amazon is what it's linked to right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you can buy the full album or the downloads. Um, you can go to iTunes, Google Play, um, the Amazon store itself. You can download there. Um, so any preferred album or, or preferred outlet that you'd like to go to to purchase music, um, feel free to go to those. You can find us on Spotify, um, any uh, live streams, anything like that you can find us on. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, Joseph. I've enjoyed talking to you, Damien. This is some, some neat Thank stuff. And I wish you guys the best with the with your uh, pursuit to keep the traditional music alive. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 